After a meal like that, you deserve a little dessert. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Checking of Matthews, takes it away to Marner, closing in, Marner back in front, they score! Holy Mackinac, right off the bat! Austin Matthews tips it home on a beautiful feed from Marner, and the Leafs have the lead! Austin Matthews truly was the apex predator tonight as the Leafs are 3-1 winners at home over the wild. Gordo, you and I often gush about Austin Matthews. It's impossible not to do it after a win like that. Man, uh, he was incredible. Your takeaways from a 3-1 win. Yeah, you know, Brent, it's a nice win. I don't think they needed a statement game, but I think it was important to get back their winning ways. We've talked about it, good habits, and it means, you know, don't have two or three game losing streaks because that can get you out of the playoffs as we found last year. So on one side, a, a, a positive game for Peter Morazic, who really needed it. But Brent, you mentioned it. Like, to me, Hart Trophy. Our trophy right now is Austin Matthews and, and uh, Joe Bowen describing it. It wasn't just that he scored the two goals. I mean, it's the guys, I, I, it's a good term in hockey when I say predator. Okay. Just about (laughs) when he is out on the ice, you have to be leery, whoever you are. Like he's got, he's, that's a, that's a part of the game that it's not the other stuff, just wiring those shots and, and the elevation and the speed and the preciseness, but his ability to back check and just strip you of the puck. It's like the NFL nowadays, where when you get tackled nowadays, everyone's going for the ball. Unlike 20 years ago. And boy, oh boy, Austin Matthews, that was the, that, that, the whole two-way play. That was it. He made the difference tonight. Your big gun, your big gun made the difference in a game, not that you had to win, but, but, a, but, an, but an important game to kind of get back on track. Well, and we talk so much about, you know, uh, this player needs to be a 200-foot player and are you a two-way center? And so often that just means are you at all involved in the defensive play? You know, are you below the dots? Are you in the mix? Matthews was so much more than that. You know, I'll use your, I'll I'll continue your football analogy. He's like a middle linebacker. He's just blowing everything up. How many times did the wild kind of go into the corner and they had a cycle going and Matthews said, nope, not so fast. Or you're coming across the blue line. Nope. Let me quick little stick lift, quick little puck, puck knock here. It's just the, the precision with which he can make these plays. You know, we think of precision when we think of Matthews, we think of that shot, but it was all the other stuff tonight. And, you know, he scores two goals and, and they're both special. I mean, especially the first one, but it's the, it's the two-way play that jumps out. And honestly, you know, we always do it. We always look ahead to playoff time. If that guy shows up four times in a series, I don't know how the Leafs can lose it. Honestly, Gord, like if you have that guy in the lineup four times, I, I don't know how you lose a game where that version of Matthews shows up because he was so dominant. Well, and hopefully that version of Leaf goaltending, because that could be the only way. But uh, uh, I, uh, you know, it's nice to be back in the arena. I know people listening aren't so fortunate like us to be able to go to the games with that kind of regularity. But I just thought Thursday against Pittsburgh to see him again. You know, it's it's one thing to, you know, listen to the radio broadcast, the excellent calls by Joe Bowen and Jim Ralph, but uh, and then see him on TV. But, you know, just uh, for you and I to, to be able to watch him a lot more without the puck. And I, it just... You know, I, I don't think I could appreciate appreciate him any more, but we had not been to a game in about nine weeks or maybe more, 10 weeks, whatever. So you saw that presence. Wow, that presence. And it's like, um, 
I don't know, superstar players or star players when they, Ovechkin when he came to town, Connor McDavid when he comes to town, Patrick Kane when he came to town, Sidney Crosby when he came to town. And, and uh, as much as I um, really respect Matt Sundin and are big on what he did, I mean, he did not have that kind of same kind of cachet Austin, Austin Matthews does. Yeah, you you see that player tonight, and look, we know that he doesn't have the longevity yet. We know he doesn't have the playoff success yet, but I don't know how you can tell me there's ever been anybody better to do it who who wears a Leafs uniform, and, and he's had hat-tricks this season, and I don't know that they were quite as dominant efforts as as he had tonight. That that was that was the poster board for what you want in, in a hockey player in a game tonight, and he gave it to you. And, you know, we, we talk about all of the other stuff too. He also scored two of the three goals in the first one, Gord. You know, you and I, when we were at that Pittsburgh game, we were talking about, look, you love everything Matthews has given you, but it felt like a while since he really just let one loose from the top of the circle and kind of absolutely unleashed that shot. You know, we'd seen the one-timer on the power play a little bit, but we saw it at the top of that kind of our or his his shooting side circle there and you know it's just nice to kind of see him find that offense again again he's leading the league in goals not that he needed to find his offense but you know that's kind of his his signature shot if you will so it was nice to see him uh get get the first goal like that tonight well it's the kind of shot that you know, if you and I are doing it it's triple the speed of your and my shot and we would need kind of a ramp that's situated that's perfectly right. for the puck <laughs> to glide into the top corner that he just does it does it effortlessly and and you're right you're right we had seen different I mean the guys leading the league in goals so it's not quibbling about it but you always love those kind of wow those and Patrick Laine had you know one or two of them the other night and certainly Austin Matthews got that tonight you know four shots tonight the other night he had 11 shots but tonight was just a a better better presence like we sound like nauseating parents like about to take a slideshow <laughs> out about our kids i'm not saying you're nauseating about you about gord <laughs> your young son gordon but because uh, you're not but we, we we sound that way but i i honestly i i just i love being able to feel that way uh yeah uh, hey it, it was like getting to appreciate Kawhi Leonard as one year, particularly in yeah. the playoffs with the Toronto Raptors and respecting what others did, but just about someone that has the it factor. And again, that's the difference. Austin Matthews hopefully can do it in the playoffs like Kawhi did for the Toronto Raptors a few years ago. Yeah, and uh, and hopefully, uh, well, we've already seen it more than one season, hopefully more than uh, the few he has left uh, on his deal. I just want to kind of talk about that that line as a whole. You know, Matthews is... He's a transcendent talent. He would look great, you know, borderline no matter who you put him with. But it's it's getting harder and harder to envision a world where you can design a better line for him. You know, I, I'm not going to make this about Michael Bunting as much as you might think I'm going to. But you have one of, if not the best passers on the planet, Mitch Marner, one of the most creative playmakers in Marner with the best sniper in Matthews. And then you have a guy in Bunting who knows how to get out of the way and is willing and able to do the dirty work. It it just, it feels like this is the kind of perfect setup. And, you know, it all goes back to when Hyman left this year, it was how are, how is the top six going to mesh together? And it's been amazing. The chemistry this trio has found. Well, top three, let's talk about top six and something. I know you talked to George Russick and show Ali about like I did in the intermissions and, uh, you know, Matt Sundin never had great wingers. <laughs> you know, he had Jonas Hoagland. Remember that? Like, you know, oh, Pat Quinn. Oh, boy, do I. Yeah, Pat Quinn never really put him with the – I think he had a little time with Alex McGilney, but really outside of that. And, and it's funny. And, and in they had a lot of playoff success under Pat Quinn and, you know, kind of in the name of balance is what he did. So, again, that Tavares line not happening right now. And, and you know, you wonder – 
do you flip Mitch Marner there? Does that make a better six than a phenomenal three and, and not so good a three after? I mean, I, um, I wouldn't be adverse to it. I think Austin Matthews just makes everybody great who he plays with. And, and John Tavares, he's, he's kind of the guy you don't touch, isn't it? Because he made that, he he did the all time unbelievable. He made us all happy. He made us all feel good about being Torontonians and Toronto Maple Leaf fans. He, he actually came back. So we kind of leave him alone, but, um, and also because his work ethic is phenomenal. We know it, we watch it and we kind of go, if there's any ever a player that, okay, maybe not getting it done offensively, but you can never quibble with all the other parts of the game. It's John Tavares, but it's not happening for him right now. It's not happening. And, and, you know, he commands a lot of minutes where he plays. And uh, so to get that phenomenal three into more of, and particularly in the playoffs, the balance of two lines going, I mean, they never really got one going in the playoffs, but two lines going in a perfect world. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying they'll make that move or not, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be adverse to it. Yeah, I've been I've been wondering aloud if if that was the move. You know, we know Marner and Tavares obviously have great chemistry. You know, the way Marner's going right now, who wouldn't he have good chemistry with? And you could say the exact same thing about Matthews. You know, I guess the one thing you'd say about if your Keefe is you see those little moments from from the trio. There was the the little slip play by Nylander. He made a great rush, and you thought, oh, there's going to be the goal that puts the Leafs on top. And all of a sudden, that line is flying, but it just didn't come. But the one thing I will say about Tavares and and you kind of mentioned it there is all of the other stuff. Look, this is literally the longest goal scoring drought of his NHL career. So, uh, you know, he is not even going to underplay that, but it wasn't lost on me that with, I think a minute 10 left in the game, Wild have the goalie pulled. Who's out there taking the face off? It's not David Camp, who you love. Now, it's not Matthews because he just finished. I'm not sitting here and putting Tavares above Matthews, but still in that spot, Sheldon Keefe trusting uh, trusting Tavares, Nylander, and it was actually uh, it, it was uh, it was uh, Marner who got put out there with them. So it, it does say something to me about the player there, that even when his offense isn't going, that Keefe can still kind of trust him in, in that spot. But yeah, you, you need offense out of that, that group, no doubt about it. Yeah, and let's... You know, let's flip to the other one that he, the guy, like Austin Matthews doesn't need a great game. That line doesn't need a great game. Peter Morazic needs a solid game. Peter Morazic got a solid game, but, um, and, and tough one because there are a lot of chances early. Then it was kind of quiet. And I know Sheldon Keefe was kind of covering for Jack Campbell the other night about that situation that, you know, isn't, isn't ideal if you're a goaltender, but, but, um, you know, there's the one play that, okay. So the great part is, Peter Morazic makes that save, you know, a glorious scoring chance. The bad part is Peter Morazic's rebound right to the player in the oh, slot creates <laughs> the glorious scoring chance. So, so like, I'm trying to remember, the, I think the D was Lilligren. They're just kind of saying, like, Lilligren was ready for the puck to go off to the side where it should have gone. Like, it was weird. It was a very controllable rebound. And so you give them a scoring chance where no scoring chance really existed. But... He made the save. He made the save. I'm, 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 I'm quibbling a little bit because you and I are the same about like, man, that was a brutal play. <laughs> you know, I, that was I just a brutal play. But, 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 good on you for under tough circumstances having a strong performance, Peter Morazic. 
Yeah, I think that's exactly the takeaway I had from from the game tonight. Hey, stop 29 to 30 shots. Uh, you gave the Leafs a chance to win, which is really all you've been kind of asking from from your goaltending lately. So I can't I can't quibble with it too much. But there were at least I mean, the, the big one is the rebound that you mentioned late in the third there where he just punches it in, into the slot. And I don't know that you could have could have laid out a more perfect pass. It looked like the start of a drill uh, kind of coming back the other way at Mrazek. But there were just a enough of those plays there was another one in the third where he kind of lost control or, or sight of the puck and it was bobbling around between his legs and again you know he he lets him one goal on 30 shots I don't I don't want to sit here and and make this out to be a a bad or a rough night by any means from from Razik but yeah it wasn't it, it wasn't the game where your goaltender lets him one goal and you're saying there it is that guy looks like he's ready to go on a run it was okay there you go that should be something you you can kind of build off but yeah there were uh, there were definitely a couple of uh, of uneasy moments uh, with, with him tonight. Yeah, solid game. Let's give him the solid game and the and the and the difference maker, which Jack Hamill was so much early in the season, was Austin Matthews. And it just man, what a play! Like because it was a funny game, huh, Brent? Like you know, like what the shots on goal, like one one after eighteen minutes. I mean, yeah. it was just <laughs> like it was going to be like one of those the 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 college basketball when there was no clock and they That's used right. to hang on to the ball for like two minutes and before they try a shot, it was it it seemed like that, which was weird. And then, uh, and then it got going, and 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 what a good response that you know Freddie Goodrow scores and. And okay, they get the one nothing lead, and one looked like a big number then because nobody was, there weren't a lot of scoring chances, there weren't a lot of shots, and then Austin Matthews being, you know, less than what, like thirty seconds later, less than thirty seconds later, all of a sudden it's tied one one, and just a, a whole different flavor about the game, and also then the game I thought got pretty entertaining, so it it, it was it was a wide open, you know, game after that, even though the score the score didn't end up being a big score. Yeah, you know, I, I jumped on after after the first intermission with, with our guys, Joe, George and Show, and they asked me to describe the first period, and I told them it looked like it was played kind of stuck in mud. Like, there, it just it couldn't get going, couldn't get going, and it was almost like the game was on a dimmer switch, and then the second Goudreau gets the goal, Austin Matthews just says, ah, let's just turn the lights all the way up. And then I thought it was a relatively, you know, I'm not going to say super wide open, but I, th- I thought it was an entertaining game, a physical game, a game that I think a, a lot of what you'll see in the playoffs, you know, another another thing that I think you can kind of note uh, coming coming out of this game is, you know, we've talked about the Leafs' troubles with with heavy heavy teams, and you know that go back to the game against St. Louis. That was definitely a, a game they didn't like, and I think the fact that you take care of business against the, the this Wild team, even though you did fall behind, I know it was for all of thirty seconds. I think I think a game like tonight, obviously, you want more offense uh, up and down the lineup outside of just Matthews and the empty netter, but I think that that's a game that you'll see games like that in the playoffs and if you can handle yourself well in them and kind of wait for your game breakers to break the game open it it seems like you should feel good about yourself kind of heading into the playoffs in in a game like that based off tonight and and of course the Maple Leafs play speed kills and you saw in a couple occasions so a couple things noticing at the end one was when they flashed to Bill Garrett it was a reminder that buying out Ryan Suter and Zach Parise you know, this year it's a bit of a boom goggle, but the next two years it's a fourteen million dollar hit on your cap. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Like fourteen two, million. Uh, that's two William Nylanders. Oh my goodness, <laughs> they got to carry that. But then, speaking of William Nylander, I mean his 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 speeding his, his skating skill, you know, creates a chance out of nothing. Nice poke check by Kakinen on the Minnesota net. But you know, good. I love seeing that kind of spe- uh, kind of speed. And then Kerfoot, you know. Kind of, you know, demoted from 
the uh, Tavares line and uh, out there in a different role. And Minnesota's been a great team, six on five. They had a great stat. I mean, when the goaltenders pulled, they're up there with uh, among the leaders in the league about about tying tying it up or getting a goal anyway. And and uh, uh, they had the goaltender pulled. Uh, they had some pressure on, and then an icing by the Leafs, and no, no, Alex Kerfoot, his speed uh, outraces the wild player, so no icing, keeps the puck in the wild zone or in the offensive zone, and whatever number of seconds later, it's Kerfoot that puts it in. But, you know, th- those are the kind of things when, you know, people will talk sometimes about the grid and other factors and wonder if the Leafs are up to it that way. Boy, speed always kills too. Like, it's just too bad. You know, it didn't make a difference in, say, the Montreal series or the Columbus series the year before. But you, you just see that when, when you're able to do that, like, wow. And you got so many players that can do that. Wow. Yeah, they, they have the stat on the broadcast. What was it, 14 times that the Wild have scored six on five? That seems uh, that seems absurd over, like, a two-year stretch, let alone not even not even a full season. You'd think they'd have a whole team of Zach Hyman's with, with them doing that. And, they, uh, and then in terms of Kerfoot, I, I agree with you. You know, this is a guy who, look, He's not Nazem Kadri. The trade did not work out the way the Leafs have wanted. He did not have a good start here at all, but I got to give him credit. You know, going back to last year's playoffs, he's one of the few Leafs who, who deserves it. Him and Nylander had, had some solid chemistry. They were really the only guys who were going consistently in that series. And and this year, you know, he's been up and down. And I know, I know the line hasn't worked with him and Tavar, or him, Tavares and Nylander lately, but, you know, they, they were a really good trio at times this year. And Kerfoot's kind of proved himself somebody who just kind of keeps his head down, whether you're playing him on the second line, whether you're playing him on the fourth line like he was tonight. And I, again, he's not Nazem Kadri. No one's going to say the Leafs won that trade, but I think that he's really carved out a, a solid role for himself here. Yeah, yeah, and his acceptance to play on whatever line, you know, matters. And and uh, and, and that's where, like, you know, Freddie Goche didn't have any speed. You know, it's funny. It was None. just, and, 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 and Matt Martin didn't have any speed. And Matt Martin's role with the New York Islanders is a perfect role. Like, like flat out, Leafs had so many fast guys <laughs> that Matt Martin couldn't keep up to them on the fourth line. And uh, and that, I mean, that that's what you got to have is uh, with the Leafs. Whatever they've done, a, they've done a great job about speed kills and 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 collecting a lot of a lot of forwards in particular that have that. Yeah, uh, speaking of which, uh, chief among them tonight, Austin Matthews, uh, a pair of goals, his uh, 35th and 36th on the season. Uh, the second of those good for a league lead. He's leading the Rocket Richard race right now. The Leafs are 3-1 winners at home over the Wild Leafs Nation. will continue with myself, Brett Gunning, Gord Stellick alongside me. Keep listening on Sportsnet 5-9 The Fan. Leafs Nation postgame here. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick alongside me walking you through a Leafs bounce back win. 3-1 is the final at home tonight over the Wild. Austin Matthews, the star of the show, scoring a pair of goals in the win. Let's hear from the Leafs center. How you describe the defensive effort your team had tonight, Austin? I just thought we stuck through with it uh, for a full 60 minutes. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot going on, uh, on out there offensively, I think, for both teams. Uh, pretty structured game, but you know, I thought Raz made some pretty incredible saves tonight when we had breakdowns, and uh, we were able to capitalize on a couple chances. So, um, you know, it's nice to get back in the win column, and we just want to keep this momentum going. What did you see last time on your uh, the that goal that led to the back check two on one? Yeah, I just was able to uh, strip the puck, I guess, and um, you know, Bunce made a really nice effort to get onside, and then um, you know you get the puck in Mitchie's hands, and I just try to get open. So he made a really, really nice play to me. Um, 
put it on a tee for me. I just had the whole night to shoot at. So really, really nice play by him uh, to get me that putt. Obviously, wins are the most important thing, but how often do you take a peek at the rocket rate? Uh, not really often, to be honest. Um, you know, I just try to keep my mind off that stuff and just take it day by day, focus on the games. And, um, you know, I know what I'm capable of, and I just try to bring it every night. I think we got the sense of it pretty early on. I mean, um, I remember looking up at the shots on that and it was like zero to three halfway through the first. So, um, you know, especially that first period, I think it started to kind of open up the second half of the game. Um, and I think when you play teams with really good structure. I think it's just important not to get frustrated and to stay patient because, I mean, it's a long game and just because you're not getting an abundance of chances in the first period doesn't mean you're not going to get them later on in the game when when you really wear their D down and wear the team down. So, um, you know, I thought we just did a really good job staying patient with it. And like I said, Raz made some unbelievable saves for us. Your team needed to win, but uh, was there any talk at all about win one for the kid who's going through the tough time? Rodion? Um, I mean, I... I I'm not sure it really correlates much. I think uh, just hearing that news, obviously we're pretty devastated for him. And um, I mean, I can't really put into words. Um, you know, we're all thinking of him, we're praying for him. Uh, I mean, we're, uh, you know, we're obviously hoping for the best and, and we're here to support him. So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, those two things don't, I'm not sure they really correlate as much, but uh, obviously it was nice to get a win here tonight. There is Austin Matthews following the 3-1 Leafs win. Matthews with a, a pair of goals. Uh, another stat of his uh, kind of sliding under the radar. I mean, anytime you score two goals, that's going to be headline news. 17 of 19 in the dot, winning 89% uh, percent of his draws. Just over 20 minutes from, from him tonight. You know, Gord, it, it was how we started the show, but I don't know that we can hammer it home quite hard enough. That, that might have been the best game I've seen Austin Matthews play, and I know he scored four in his first ever NHL game, but that might have been the best one I've seen yet. Yeah, and you threw another component in the faceoffs that he was just killing killing on the draws so just such a com complete complete performance i i uh i think we're fortunate we've seen a lot of great performances so i understand i hear you i understand what you're saying i i can't say i agree with you off the top of my head i can't say i disagree with you though i just uh all the other you know bells and whistles uh that are in austin's game were, were really really evident tonight and uh um and even though you know uh, talking after talking about raz trying to give peter pump uh, peter Morazic's tires and 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 others a fair bit from a team win, but make no bones about it. Uh, he's the individual that uh, that was the straw that stirred the drink in the team win. Yeah, he was, and uh, you know he was trying to pump up Peter Mrazek's tires. Let's uh, let's hear from the Leafs goaltender himself. Here's Peter Mrazek. How important do you think it is to win a game that's so low scoring um, after some of the, the looser games? Yeah, it's you know every game is important, especially after uh, you know not winning the last three games. So. Uh, uh, being patient in this game was uh, was a big factor, and uh, I think uh, we waited for the right moment. And then, you know, great uh, play by Maddie on the blue line there and uh, finishing. You look pretty excited at the end with the fist pump and all that. Is that a reflection of a big win for you and the team ending the streak? And you know, on a personal note, I feel like I'm always excited after every every win. Uh, you know, every empty net goal if we score, and uh, uh, so you know, every game uh, you wanna you wanna bring the joy and. Uh, and uh, get the wins, especially after, like I said, three losses in a row. What did you see on the uh, right pad save on Goudreau with about nine minutes left in the third period? Excuse me? On Goudreau, the save in the right pad? 
Yeah, I was just you know I was just coming. Uh, I was trying to be big, uh, challenge him a little bit, and uh, I didn't I didn't think he had much to shoot in there though. What's it like base Austin shot in practice? Well, I feel like I'm getting used to it now <laughs> after uh, you know being with him in a locker room for uh, for uh, you know a lot of months now. So uh, uh, of course, uh, special player, special shot, and you uh, uh, always try and shoot anywhere. So uh, uh, you never know where it goes where it's going. Why does it fool goalies? Do you think? What's that? Why does it fool goalies? What do you mean? Why is it trick them? Oh, why is it trick? Well, he's he, you know he's patient. He he's waiting for uh, I think for the move uh, what the goalie does first, and uh, then he's tried to hit the spot. How do you how do you like working with Leo Bushkin on defense? Yeah, uh, you know so far so good. Uh, uh, he's been really solid. So uh, uh, I just uh, you know we're, I think we're gonna talk a little bit uh, with the communication behind the net there, but uh, otherwise I think we did a really good job uh, together. You know when we talk to a lot of your teammates, they say one thing that stands out about you is that you love soccer. Uh, why do you, why do you love soccer so much? Uh, well, I grew up as a as a you know kind of soccer player. My dad played soccer. Uh, I played it uh, outside every day, uh, so it was always between hockey and soccer. And uh, uh, I've been a huge fan since uh, I was a kid. Do you see any correlations between the sports, soccer, hockey, and that sort of thing? Well, uh, I'm, I'm you know I know uh, really well Peter Cech that played in Chelsea, and uh, he's when he retired, he's a, a hockey goalie now in England. So. Uh, uh, we are in touch. Uh, I always have, uh, you know, if I have some questions about soccer, I, you know, and he has uh, always questions about hockey. So it's uh, it's been always uh, important sport for me. What's the biggest thing you've learned from him? Well, he's a legend out there. So uh, uh, we discuss a few things about, uh, you know, how um, how the, his career went and uh, how you know ups and downs and uh, and be uh, you know uh, mentally ready for for everything that happens. There is uh, Peter Morazic uh, field, fielding all kinds of questions. Hey, uh, when, once uh, once a guy wins, you can really uh, go anywhere with him. Who know? Who knew we had to get uh, Peter Morazic down to BMO? Uh, big soccer guy. You can check out a a, a TFC game. Uh, Gord, you, you and I talked about Morazic uh, passing marks on tonight, stopping twenty nine to thirty, uh, moving ahead. A, a check mark in the process. Uh, def, definitely a game uh, you'd like, but I think even even Morazic would tell you, and it sounded like he'd agree there that there's there's another level for for him to find with this game yeah and talking about i know they call themselves czechia now but legendary soccer goaltender that 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 is a friend a friend is so that's good they can commiserate together uh i yeah i, I just said that you lost three in a row and it ended your season last year so you know try to create habits about not losing three games in a row which they kind of did they lost the other night i know it's a, a overtime or shootout loss so it's a little bit different so that's why I, I mentioned the Seattle Kraken game last week. Like every now and then, it's just important find a way to get the W. It's not like you're you say stop the bleeding. It's not quite that way, given you are home and cooled out for the playoffs. But just stop the sliding. You know, don't don't have slides in the regular season to create uh, good habits that hopefully transform into the playoffs. Yeah, that's exactly it. It was never going to hurt your playoff positioning, uh, but it, but it might have hurted your uh, the the team's kind of you know mental well being for for lack of a better term. You want to be feeling good, and you want to be rolling, and they can feel that way after a three one win at home tonight. Let's hear what Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe thinks following the win. Sheldon, what did you think of the defensive effort from your team tonight? I thought it was really solid, very disciplined. I thought we were committed to it. It was a very low event hockey game. You know, not the most exciting game for sure. And uh, our guys, I thought, just stayed committed to it, you know, trying to find ways to crack through offensively. 
we weren't great offensively today. I mean, give Minnesota credit for how they competed and how they played. But, uh, you know, we've been challenging our guys to to be more committed defensively and more focused on it. So the fact that we stay disciplined in this type of game when there's not a lot happening offensively is is really good for our group and love to see us get rewarded. Why do you think we got a game like that when this is two of the top four offenses in the league? I think, I think well, certainly from our perspective, we've got a ton of respect for their team over there. I mean, we played them in Minnesota and uh, we, we've, we felt what, you know, what they're capable of. And we know, you know, that they're one of the top offensive teams in the league. They've got a lot of depth. They come hard. They forecheck hard. They're good in rush transition. It's, it's a very, um, diverse offensive group like they can do a lot of different things so we had to be really structured and really committed so you know with with some of that you're going to lose a little bit of your offense of course but i think at the same time i I would imagine that they have respect for our group as well and and they're a good defensive team they play hard they're they're structured as well they especially in the first period we really had trouble getting to the neutral zone and they did a really good job of that we had to adapt to that a bit, but I would just say it's just two teams that really you know, have a lot of respect for each other, and it's probably you know uh, the way we've played of late. You know, we've opened games up, you know, and that gets things a little more free flowing. Um, and we didn't do that today, so it just was one of those games where it was just kind of waiting for for an opportunity for the game to pop, and uh, Austin earned it. I mean, unbelievable track, and that's what we've been talking about. We work defensively, we're in good spots. You you work and you're in a puck, it goes the other way. That's, uh, you know, that's three goals. Now you look at the bunting goal in Columbus. You look at Austin's goal in Columbus. You look at Austin's uh, second goal here again tonight. All three of those goals are the result of being in good defensive posture and working defensively and then transitioning to offense. Raz had gone over because he Yeah, I thought he was really good. I mean, he was, he got some really good looks, you know, towards the end of the game when they started to push and, uh very solid that was a really good effort uh, by him again it just it shows once again you know why when i talk you i get questions about our goalies i talk so much about the responsibility of our team to, to do a job in front of them allow them to get comfortable and i thought we did that as a team today and goaltender responded for us so it was a great job by peter yeah it's just an illness no uh, yeah i just wasn't wasn't feeling right yeah, I'm not really sure how, if there was anything. Nothing came my way that I was told before the game or anything like that, but um, non-COVID related or anything. You just had some stomach issues going on. That was it. This is the franchise that hasn't won a heart trophy in 67 years. Um, and, you know, obviously Austin's getting a lot of talk about this now, this year. When you see what he's done lately and did tonight, you know, I would assume that you would be in agreement with that talk. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you, 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 I mean, you look at a game like today, there's not a whole lot happening in the game. Our team is playing a good team game. But when not, there's not a lot happening, you, you need somebody to make a play and be a game breaker. The first, the first goal that he scores, like, there's – a very small number of players in the league that are going to score a goal like that. And the second goal is completely earned. It's completely effort-based. So um, not only is he a big part of, you know, he plays, he plays more than any of our other centers and uh, most of our forwards. So he's taking on a lot of defensive responsibilities. So he's great in that area, but 
he finds a way to come through with huge goals big time and or at big time uh big times in the game and, and he's done that all season and you, you see the commitment defensively for him i don't know how many pucks he stripped from behind today or broke up but it's a high number he's he doesn't get enough credit for how he plays defensively did moving Kasha up to john and williams line have the effect you want i really didn't get much of a feel for it to be honest especially with the mckayev situation and from that point on i was really kind of juggling things around quite a bit um I have to watch some of the stuff back. So I, I, I wouldn't take a whole lot out of the game today just because I don't even know how much time they actually spent as a trio. Effusive, effusive praise from Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe for uh, Austin Matthews. And why wouldn't you? He was dominant tonight. The only thing that was missing was Keefe slamming the podium and saying, that's the best player on the planet. But uh, something tells me the playoffs uh, will we'll shake that out, uh, Gord. Again, we, we've hammered it home. Uh, a dominant night from Matthews. Keefe touched on the, uh, the, the rejigged second line there. Uh, once you go down to 11 forwards, you, you couldn't really get a read on it. But, man, uh, w- what a night for Matthews and, uh, and the rest of the Leafs. No, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny. Keith, he's happy being a coach, a lower-scoring game. But, you know, you and I, particularly at Scotiabank Arena, win 5-3. And I, I, yes. not an empty netter either. Not an empty netter. But, <laughs> you know, have Austin wire a couple. Mitch gets one. Nylander gets one like like they did tonight. So uh, I, I like seeing that. And I want to, you know, I want to see a game or two just where they – where they all do it. We see Mitch Marner's been playing pretty well of late, but just some some game or two where they all truly show their wares. But in the meantime, you know, it was uh, it, it's the, the the kind of thing that on the defensive side um, they did play that style, and particularly Peter Morazic was able to play that style. Yeah, a ton, a ton to like uh, tonight. Leafs get back in the win column with a three-one win. Uh, you you mentioned that night where, or the, having that night where the Leafs offense really gets rolling. Man, think about how long ago it was that streak the Leafs had. Where what was it? Something like twenty straight goals was scored by by one of the big four going. Uh, so this team's done it with the big four rolling. This team's done it with uh, depth scoring, and uh, tonight they did it with a little bit of both. But Austin Matthews leading the way. He has goals thirty-five and thirty-six on this season to lead the Leafs to a 3-1 win. Alex Kerfoot chips in with the empty netter. Leafs back at it on Saturday. A rare 7 o'clock start. 7.30 start. 7 o'clock pregame start. We will have that for you on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and of course the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Gordo, can't wait to talk to you then and you out there, thank you for listening.